Game day tomorrow, people. Get excited. Syracuse has another chance to let you down on a Saturday. We're going to talk about everything the Orange need to do to pull out a victory. What we want to see in this game are questions going into this game. It's all on Locked On Syracuse, and it's right now. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you on Lockdown Syracuse. It is your Friday episode. Thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get podcasts. Today's episode brought to you by Underdog. Sign up on underdogfantasy.com with the promo code LOCKDOWN and get your first deposit doubled up to $100. Uh, okay. This is a game that is set up for a lot of things. One of them is not many people to watch it because Syracuse has one clinched a bowl game and two likely to lose and has let you down for four straight weeks. I'll be watching it. Owen will be watching it, but I'd say the casual fan probably will not uh, just because there's not a lot of hype in Syracuse football right now. But I will say, like I said in our tweet this or I guess Thursday morning, it's odd feeling that Syracuse football is currently doing the the job of taking your mind off of Syracuse basketball, who just lost to Colgate. Uh, so, pain. Um, yeah. Let's talk about what we want to see in this game and our questions going in this game. For me, I want to see something to get the fans excited early. Kind of what Notre Dame did against SU inside the dome. I mean, that was brutal. I was just thinking back to that. I took a picture, sent it to my dad, said, I'm in the dome. Look at this. Sat down. They were down 6 nothing. I was shook. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it. So Syracuse, do something to get the fans excited early because there have been too many times this season where the, the air has just been let out of the bag. Uh, and SU really just needs something, man. 1,000%. I need to see something happen. I think that Notre Dame play is the perfect example for just that instant spark, that get-go, that immediate pop for a team. And hopefully in this game, it needs to be Syracuse. You got to get something uh, that will fire you up. I think back to you know, that play and how important it was. But just like – and I look at Wake Forest and how they've – in a lot of their losses this season have fallen behind early on. And it has been that early, early deficit that they've had to climb out of. And I think that big play early on would really go a long way in setting the pace for this game and maybe, you know, hindering Wake Forest's mindset going into this matchup. For me, what I'm looking for in terms of what I want to see is a Kayvon Darton master I couldn't believe class. you picked this. I couldn't believe you picked this. I need a master class. I think he can. I love hearing the sawed off nose tackle. I want to see it happen. I want to <laughs> see him go nuts in this game because he gets the attention. He is the guy it. that everyone is so fired up to see because it makes no sense that he is playing at the level he is playing. And as effectively as he is playing, I want to see him go off 
I want to see him absolutely be just a presence in the backfield, be an animal. He is just nonstop. Like every time I hear someone talk about him, it's, oh, he's small, but holy crap. Have you seen the way he plays? It is so fun to see what he does every game. I do feel like, and I don't want to bash him by any means, but I feel don't like he gets ba- hurt. You need a like, master class, Adam. You can't bash him. He gets he gets hurt for like three plays every game. Uh, and I yeah, always get nervous. but he gets he's back, right up back up every single time because yeah. he's a dog. Uh, he's always back. I want to see him just tear Sam Hartman to the floor one time, maybe two. Who cares? Be an absolute animal, be a presence, uh, and be nonstop in this game. That is what I want to see. I'll tell you what, when I was in Syracuse for the Notre Dame game, I saw him and his family at a Mexican restaurant, and he was hounding enchiladas. So if that means anything uh, for how he's going to play this Sunday or this Saturday, it bodes well. All right, uh, my question going into this game, do you think Dino feels guilty going into every game, absolutely getting clattered, going down four straight games? And then going into the press conferences and be like, you know, they're a good team. All right. And these I was going to say that. I was, this is the, the post-game press conferences. You know, that's a good football team. They're well coached. I hate that. I hate they're that. They're a well-coached football team. It's exactly it. Every game. It's brutal. And I'm I'm in pain every time I watch those. He only ever was transparent one time. And it was the week. It was the press conference for the for the Notre Dame game that week leading up to it, where he was like, yeah, I'm going to be honest for once, guys. And everyone was like, what? And then he was like, here's a couple things. We suck. And everyone was like, wow, really? And then he hasn't really done that since. So I'm just wondering how he feels after all these games. Is he saying like, you know, I don't care. I know I'm coming back. I can't get fired. Wild Hack loves me for no reason. This is fine. And I won six games, so we're going to a bowl game. So he can't fire me. It makes no sense. Um, I'm just wondering how he feels. Owen, your question. The question for me is really going to be, you know, what does this quote healthy Garrett Schrader look like? He said this week that he he feels as healthy as he's been in a while, uh, and that he he's sort of back to what we want him to be yet. I need to know what that looks like, given the current state of how the O line has been playing, how the receivers have been playing, the struggles that Sean Tucker's had this season. What does this sort of healthier or almost you know, fully healthy Garrett Schrader bring to the table in terms of a boost or in terms of a spark for this offense, because I need to see him in order to see this team succeed. And it's sort of that full circle moment, right? We haven't done it in a while, but that Schrader confidence meter and where we were at the start of the season. And I think I started at like 50% and then it got up to, I think 80 or 90%. And then it dipped back down, and then he, he's been battling injury, and I haven't really returned to it. I want to see that confidence meter really rise in this game and say, you know what? It was injury that was why he was struggling. And now that he's healthy, he is back. This offense is going to thrive a lot more. Being able to bring the dual threat run of Schrader on the ground and Tucker on the ground, plus the passing ability, is going to be able to make defenses hurt a lot more. I hope that's the case, but I don't know right now in my mind. I have hopes. I have expectations for what this healthier Schrader looks like. I don't know, and I need to see uh, what will that healthy Schrader look like and what changes arise from the offense as a result. All right. I want to see something to get the fans excited. Owen is infatuated by Kayvon Darton today. 
He's wondering about a healthy Garrett Schrader. I want to know about how Gino feels about each one of these four losses leading up to this game. Uh, that's what we thinking, what we're questioning going into this one. We're going to take a quick break. After it, the wonderful Max Chadwick joins us for a quick chat. But before he does, let me tell you about Underdog Fantasy. It's the easiest place to spice up college football this season. You can play in over 30 states. It's easy to play, and it's available in those 30 states. Just pick between two and five players across any team, not just your team, and decide if they will finish higher or lower. One of the easiest fantasy games out there, and you can win cold, hard cash in a single game. Sign up with the promo code Locked On, which is one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. Deposit $100, get $100 free. Go to underdogfantasy.com or find the Underdog Fantasy app in the App Store or Google Play Store. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code Locked On, which is one word. Get in on the college football pick'em action today. All right, we're back here on Locked On Syracuse. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. That's Max Chadwick. This is the chat with Chadwick. If you're a YouTube viewer, you see a little notepad that acts as the open for this segment. If you are a listener of the podcast, this is all you're going to get. <laughs> Max, we're happy to have you back. It's a thank chat you. with Chad. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Again, I, I love the, I think the lack of an open has become the open now. And I think us just talking about how there's no open is the open. So I, it's very meta in that way. Uh, I would have it none other way. I'm glad because you're not going to get it any other way. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's Give only a couple of games. Give us yeah. some numbers next. Sure. So, I mean, Owen, Owen's guy this week, Kayvon Darden, Syracuse interior defensive lineman. He has a 60.5 grade this year, which is only tied for 231st among all interior It's not about the numbers the for Kayvon. Well, what, what I was going to say, though, is that what that means is he's due. And yeah. that means a big game, big game coming. As, as, you know, whenever I'm gambling and I'm, I'm on a cold streak and I've been betting on this one team, I go, you know what, they're due this week. Usually it doesn't work out for me, but I think it'll work out this week for, for Kayvon Darton. Uh, Garrett Schrader, though you guys mentioned him, 86.4 grade this year, which is 11th among Power 5 quarterbacks. So a very good season for him. The only problem is he's had sub-60 grades in his last two games that he's played in against both Notre Dame and Florida State. So a bit of a cold streak. Garrett Schrader's on so far. I'm very interested in seeing what he looks like against Wake Forest because Wake Forest has a really good quarterback of their own in Sam Hartman, who has a 90.8 passing grade since last season. That's fourth among active Power 5 quarterbacks. Uh, he's got a really good receiving core that he gets to throw to, too. They have an 86.8 receiving grade as a team, which is the third highest in the country, second highest in the Power 5 only to Ohio State, and we know how ridiculous that Ohio State receiving core is. Like Marvin Harrison Jr. and Ameka Buka, those are two of like the three or four best receivers in college football, in my opinion. So Wake Forest is right behind them in terms of receiving core, and they have five wide receivers with 70-plus grades this year. Syracuse, for comparison, has one. Aronde Gadsden, you know, who's actually been moved from tight end over to wide receiver in our uh, in our database because he's played now more wide receiver than tight end this year. So he's the only guy on Syracuse's receiving core that has a plus 70 grade this year. Wake Forest has five wide receivers that have 70-plus grades. In fact, uh, Ronnie Gaston is the only orange receiver 
with a 60-plus grade, too. Everyone else is below 60 besides a Rondé Gasson, showing how much they rely on him in that receiving game. Uh, Keyshawn Williams, the Wake Forest wide receiver, second-highest-graded wide receiver in the ACC, only behind North Carolina's Josh Downs, who could be a first-round pick, honestly, in this year's draft. Uh, Wake Forest has a superstar on their interior defensive line in Kobe Turner. Now, he didn't really start off as a superstar. In fact, he was a walk-on at Richmond, which is an FCS school. Which the what? Spiders. As Owen and I would go, yeah, the Spiders. Which what? <laughs> uh, Kobe Turner, though, has started off as a walk-on as, at an FCS school five years ago. He was a superstar for Richmond. Then he transfers to Wake Forest this year, continued to be a superstar. He's the second-highest-graded interior defensive lineman in the Power Five. He's got the highest pass-rushing grade in the Power Five for interior defensive lineman. Like, if I had to give out the Burlesworth Trophy right now, which is given to the, the best player who started his career as a walk-on, I would probably give it to Kobe Turner uh, because of how ridiculous that he's been for Wake Forest after coming from an FCS school and after being a walk-on at an FCS school, no less, too. So really, really impressive turnaround Kobe Turner's had in his career. Uh, also, another really good player on the defensive line is Rondra Bothroyd. Uh, he's tied for the highest pass rushing grade among Power 5 edge defenders. Uh, actually tied with Penn State's Chop Robinson at 91.2. So both Royd is a very, very good pass rusher. Again, tied for the highest pass rusher grade among Power 5 edges. And uh, he'll be going against probably Matthew Bergeron a lot in this game. And Matthew Bergeron, 80.3 pass blocking grade is fourth among ACC tackles. So that'll be a matchup to definitely watch on Saturday. And Syracuse, you know, you guys are going to go into your predictions a little bit. Right now, PFF gets Syracuse as a 23.4 chance percent chance to win this game according to our simulation. So it doesn't look too great for the Orange, but uh, they could, you know, win this game and hopefully, you know, get to eight wins with a win over Boston College too. But right now we see them more as a 7-5 team losing this game and then beating Boston College to close up the year. I don't hate it, okay? The numbers, the numbers have never been on our side. As Dino would remind you many, many times, that was actually like the cool, the coolest thing he said before the year. I can't remember where he said it. Might have been at like Nidia Day. Might have been just in training camp. Somebody asked him about like projections, and he was like, "When I was at Bowling Green, we were we were projected to go 0 and 11. We won the conference." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay, Dino." And then he was like, "When we went 10 and 3, we were pretending we were projected to come last. And guess what happened? We went to the Camping World Bowl." And I was like, "All right, I'm getting amped." Yep. And then, and then the next know, year when we were ranked, really, we, we stuck in so We never made projections. He didn't mention that, but <laughs> he didn't mention <laughs> he still, the one in didn't projection. He still didn't meet projections technically that year. So it's this true. guy just never – he never listened the to The numbers don't way. matter, Max. That's all I've learned. <laughs> uh, let me throw this out there. I'm going to try and figure this out on the spot here. I mean, in terms of conference record, right, if Syracuse loses the next two games – the predictions are right. And they finished dead last in the ACC Atlantic. Really? That's the reality wow. of the next two weeks. <laughs> EC so in the crazy. conference is two and five. Syracuse is currently three and three. Um, actually, maybe Louisville could finish last. Um, but if Syracuse loses the next two games, Wake Forest will be three and four, uh, depending on what they do in their final uh, or no, Wake Forest will be three and four, right? Yeah. They'll then one more game, 
BC will be three and five. And uh, both will have the tiebreaker over Syracuse. Well, that's wow. that's not what you want. That's depressing. But... <laughs> right? Hey, so regardless you can still of hang your hat in a bowl. Yeah. Yeah, true. BC can't make a bowl. Mm-hmm. You know who so. will, though, is UConn, the Huskies. Oh, yeah. Roll Connecticut, baby. Um, all right. Well, Max, we appreciate your numbers as we do every single week. Uh, I hope you come back for what is potentially the final chat with Chadwick, but I don't want it to be. So probably we'll won't be. Bowl game one. Yeah, we can get yeah bowl game one totally. Yeah. Um, bowl game okay. chat, Chad. We'll we'll work into basketball season two, so don't worry. About that. <laughs> You'll I'm you'll turn into Ken Palm for that, yeah. I was about to say you'll be Ken Palm, man. Um, okay. Max Palmer. Well, let's take another quick break here on Locked On Syracuse. This one brought to you by Nugenics, people. I'm Ooh. talking Nugenics. All right, Owen. Do you remember when winning felt easy? That's yes. because First when you were season. younger. You were at the peak of your testosterone production, kind of like how Kayvon Darton is right now. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone. Wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging? Nugenics Total T Testosterone Booster with Testafin. Say that 10 times fast. Will help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, get you better results at the gym, and help you look and feel like the man you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testophen. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men because Nugenics Total Tea boosts the free testosterone that the aging process robs. You'll feel stronger, leaner, with more energy and drive and more passion, too. While every product professes quality, many other products use generic ingredients that are often far less than clinical grade. With Nugenics Total Tea, you get the same clinical potency levels used in the, in the trials. And Nugenics's formulation is backed by 10 years, a decade of science and research. Now... Get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text COLLEGE to 231-231. Text now and get a bottle of Nugenics Thermo, their most powerful fat incinerator ever, with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text COLLEGE to 231-231. That's COLLEGE to 231-231. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated messages Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply. Okay. Um, let's finish it up here by giving some keys and some predictions to a win at Wake Forest, Owen. If the Orange are to win this game, other than production from the main man, Kayvon Darton, what must they do? What must they do? I'm going to say they need to step on Wake Forest's throat from the get-go. Do not let them breathe in this game. Be right on top of them. Start fast. That was my old cliche all through collegiate sports takes for Syracuse, was to start fast, but they need to start this game ready to go. They need to get out early for Syracuse. They cannot afford 
to, to fall behind and you need to put that pressure on early and keep the pressure on. Wake Forest has played decent coming from behind in games uh, and they will continue to blow you out uh, if you let them go from the start. You've got to get an early lead. You've got to have, as you were saying, what you want to see, that big play. Uh, I need to see that. And I need to see Syracuse come out and do that uh, because that will help them win. Wake Forest has dug themselves holes this year. Uh, they have the talent to come back from a lot of them. Um, but if you're Syracuse and you're going to beat a Wake Forest team that is better than you, uh, that's what the spread says. That's what the eye test says. Wake Forest is a better football team than you are. Uh, you, in order to win this game, are going to need to be there from the start. And you cannot afford to dig yourself. I don't even, you can't run a stick through the ground. That is too big of a hole for Syracuse to come out of in this game. They've got to be on top and ready to go from the start. I like that. Um, for me, I think it's about energy in this one. Against Love FSU, that. there was no energy in the whole building. I think it's about keeping intensity throughout the game and remembering that you have won six games this year. Despite being 0-4 in your last four, it's not you know all doom and gloom. It doesn't necessarily have to be. Go out there and play like you were a 6-0 and team, because you were. Um, yeah. Prediction for me. Sadly, I say Syracuse loses this one. I think it's going to be 35-10. Wake Forest wins it. 35-10. Wow. I was going to go higher scoring. Um, okay. I think... Um, oh, I was thinking 45-28. I think Wake Forest you think they're is going to score. score 28 points? Yeah. Who? Who is scoring 28 points? I don't know. Just let me have my moment. You don't know. I don't know. I, I'm going to have blind faith in Schrader. I was wow. as wrong That's as humanly true. possible last week, so any take I have right now is going to be better than I did against Florida State. Uh, I right. think this is a high-scoring game. Uh, Wake's defense has let them down in games before. Uh, teams have scored very much so against Wake this season. Uh, and I, I think Syracuse's ground game, if Sean Tucker comes to play, if Schrader is truly healthy, can present enough of a struggle for a Wake Forest team that, you know, has let teams score, even if they're not great score or great scoring teams. Liberty scores 36. Um, and I guess that was my only example. Uh, Louisville <laughs> scores 21. Uh, NC State scores 21. Like they teams have scored 20-ish points on Lou or on Wake Forest a good chunk this year. Florida State with 21. Obviously, Clemson put up a 50-piece against them. Uh, Vandy scores 25 points against them. The Wake Forest offense scores their points, but the defense very seldom is is holding teams uh, to you know 10 or fewer points or 20 or fewer points. Uh, the only teams that haven't gotten to 20 points are Oh boy, BC, Army, and VMI. Don't ask me what Virginia that stands for. Militaristic Institute. Thank you. Syracuse can score points against them. I don't think they can score enough. All right. Well, that does it for this episode of Lockdown Syracuse. We both think they lose, but maybe they won't. Thank you for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen. For your next, check out the Lockdown Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. That was Max Chadwick before.
We will see you on Monday after what is hopefully a Syracuse victory.